Titans. Yeah. We wish you Merry He's your host, Jesse. I'm your host, Jesse. I'm your host, Logan. He's your host, Logan. Now we are on the day Christmas. Chanuka. Chanuka. Hanukkah. To be released on Christmas. Are there other Christmases we should be paying homage to? Robo Christmas. Robo Christmas. Robo sexual. Robo Christmas. Robo rights. Yeah. Like. Um, Yeah. Welcome to episode thirty-six. You've got your um, your 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 OG crew in the in the <laughs> in the studio today. Just the just the founding members, just the originals. It's hard to get everyone every time. Oh, mate, we're just interns, man. Yep, it's so unreliable. Pretty much, we can't deal with that. Not at all. Mm. What so, do you watch recently? What have I watched recently? Um, I don't think I've watched any of it yet, but there's a um there's a new documentary no. <laughs> series. Yeah, what is it? Uh, on Netflix about MK Ultra. New. Uh, Wormwood. 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 Wood. Wood. What? Wood. Wormwood. Wormwood. Oh, you said that's all I'm saying. Uh, Am I right? Hey. Um, Folks, wormwood, as in, as in the Artemisia absinthe, the green fairy. Yeah, yeah, mm. yes. So, do you, you're gonna now expunge on a series you've not watched? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the trailer? Yes. Cool. All right. It's Explain the trailer to me. Give me the elevator pitch, as it were. You can't stop to take a sip of your beer when I. <laughs> You're the one that's talking. We should probably just pause and watch what? the trailer and discuss. What? Mediocre. Downsizing is a 5 out of 10. Oh, shit. It's... I had really high hopes for that film. I thought it was going to be like the second coming of being John Malkovich. Yeah. Um, yeah, without uh, the John Malkovich so much. Yeah, but just, with, with what's his name? I just feel like people keep giving Kristen Wiig. Christoph Waltz. Like, quirk, I don't quirky think she's but lead- it that much. Isn't she? Because she doesn't get downsized with him. No, she gets her head shaved. That's what I saw. Yeah, so they do the prep and then she chickens out and he doesn't find out until he's already small. Mm. And from what I can see, he... um, Starts a new life. Investigates. I get the feeling that they're shrinking the poor. Yeah, yeah. That's what it hinted at the second trailer, right? Because of the Chinese. And so I think he's... um, There's no further context required because of the Chinese... um, yeah, I, well, it's, is it Chinese or Mexicans? No, it's Chinese. I'm, I'm trying not to be racist. I, I just genuinely comes don't know. I think you're just confusing Matt Damon um, dystopian film films with Elysium. When he's, Senor Demo. Senor Demo, he grew up in a Mexican uh, orphanage and does not have an accent. Speaks English to everyone. Yeah, that that was hard to... Yeah. I um, mean, um, what's his name? The director? Pardon? Um, uh, Blomkamp. Blomkamp isn't exactly known for smart films, mm. but that's but you know, Chappie, Chappie, 
There was a smart film. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't like the trailer for this film purely because of that song that they use in the trailer. You may find yourself. Yeah. Oh, it's so a... overused in trailers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I thought this was that type of movie that this is like, this is the definitive trailer that used that song. that sort of thing, yeah, yeah. But fucking five out of ten. I mean, I find my agreement and disagreement with IGN reviews to be really, really um, 50-50. Yeah. So I I may love this movie, but uh, probably not. I don't know. You know what I feel like would be a better film if it was made by the Coen brothers? Nah, it's it's not a. Who is it? It's a. Um, it should be a. Like a almost like a Robert Zemeckis movie. Mm. Like it, it, I'd have thought it needs that kind of. Then there'd be a massive train sequence where he's on a CG train, but it's tiny. But he's experiencing it like it's amazingly huge because Polar Express. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to. And he'd make tiny Matt Damon CG. If it was Zemeckis. Alexander Payne. Yeah, he's the guy who did that one with the thing, Nebraska, Descendants. Ah, Descendants, I like. And Sideways. Collection. Sideways. It's his first kind of sci fi thing, but he's doing the same thing. Some sad sack main character does something. Yeah. Directed John Malkovich. Yeah, John Malkovich. Spike Jones. Yeah, it looks like it could have been a Spike Jones film. Yeah. A Spike Jones joint. John Ah, Three Kings. <laughs> Where the Wild Things Are. A movie that's about a um They start a production kid repeating right? the domestic abuse he sees in his home yeah. in the world. They 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 pitched that movie like I think twelve years before it actually got made. Like the Three Kings. No, what where the wild things are. They had like oh. um test footage for it, like a decade before they actually was, got to Tom film. Tom Hanks was pushing for it to be made. Yeah, eh? yeah. All right. Her, I really liked. Yeah, it was. Uh... It also aligns with how I believe um, AI will progress. Just, just it's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah it's just it, it moves beyond us, and then it's gone. Guys, it yeah, it 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 grow outgrows us. I think that's the point of the film, right? It's like it yeah. outgrows him. Well, it's in love. Yeah. That's a metaphor for relationships. Yeah, yeah exactly. But she's a robot and she gets put into the body of a Japanese girl or something, ghost in the shell. Also, yeah. one of the most coherent. Uh, just coherent performances by the incoherent Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> I forgot Amy Adams is in that as like the average girl. Average like average enough to be with him or average like Well yeah, she tries to start a relationship with him, but he He's too addicted to the Yeah. I remember it. The perfection. Rooney Mara was in that film? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like a lot of people are in it just like as co workers and casual. Mm. But not super. I what I hear is a, re- I I so I had a random idea the other day. Oh. Start maybe probably a movie, but definitely a story. Mm. Um, you know, so all all climate change movies tend to have like drastic events and shit. Yeah. Have one where a summer just doesn't end. 
I feel like I've seen that film before. Who? Yeah. What? But like it, like it's buried into. You're my not talking brain. about the Australian one, The Last Days, or These Last Days, or I don't know. The I, I remember days? watching it in the nineties. Ah. Uh, and uh, just remember, the, there was a point in the film where um, they couldn't stay outside for more than five minutes without getting absolutely just slaughtered by the sun. But it was like a, they've just put up with it and moved on. Was it post-apocalyptic? No, not entirely. It was... Um, so I know of a movie where all the characters are like constantly... like they are, Their car has all the entire windscreen covered up except for like a slit to look through. You're always wearing sunglasses. You're yeah. always bandaged like you're outside, like you're in snow. But... That bright, bright orange kind of haze of everything. Like, the, like you've just walked out into the sun, but it's like yeah. that all the time. But most of and the relationships it like. are like... Uh, um, I can't remember the name of it. And it just really stuck with me when I was growing up and I watched it because it had that just that weird, creepy feeling to it, even though nothing creepy was happening. Yeah, I mean... That's just the way I remember it. Because um, I, I had an idea way back for just a road movie, mm. which was just like an A to B travel and, and sort of much like that movie Monsters, but with global warming type situation you mm. just sort of all the f- I mean I don't know how you do it without CG unless you did it you just like filmed it in the most desolate place you could like an Australia type place but you wanted it to be New Zealand or yeah. something yeah like maybe you took the most Aust- most New Zealand looking bits of Australia and pretended they were New Zealand just as a way to make it look like a desolate wasteland yeah yeah but I, I, you nothing know, just to say like you a, can just film it in Australia and say this is what New Zealand is like in 50 years it's just kind of right um, as long as you film it around a coast a coastline because it's New Zealand you kind of always want to see the ocean but wouldn't you want to have like that um, it's kind of like dried up a little bit almost. yeah like the, the oh, what about like a, a, a shot of the um, road where the, the coast is just so far out from where it should be that but also that there's like massive piles of sand, of, of salt that's just like from the evaporated ocean oh, that's being be cool. washed up and there's these massive lines of um uh of, what was of, I? it's like salt mountains just lining the coast and yeah you kind of crawl through them just to get to the ocean I, I kept imagining the shot of just looking at a petrol station as you drive past it which is just inescapably on fire and it's just being left there mm, mm. like you would never use the water to put it out you everyone's kind of given up you try and work out what that movie is. Yeah. So what was it? A global. I just remember that there was a part of it where the, it was set in California, and the heat was just in its like, in terms of degrees Celsius, it was in its fort like fifties and sixties, so they couldn't actually spend any time outside really, but they were still. No, not not the movie Heat. <laughs> there it is. What? L.A. Takedown. No. Um, it is. Um, the the problem with that type of movie is ultimately they've already all been done. Yeah, like the 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 basic road movie plot A to B. A lot of moody shots, not a lot of talking. I mean, that is the movie Monsters. Yeah. That is the movie um, The Last Days. That is... 
I should be able to think of more than that on my fucking nut when it comes to horror, uh, comes to end of world movies. Mm. Just those, you know, those scenes, kind of like Rover. Those scenes where you, you have, uh, movies where you have just like, here's the place where you come across the whole group of people that all committed suicide. Here's the place where the people just um, shot themselves or here's the people that lay down and died somewhere or those types of random okay I have no idea what this film is <laughs> oh well yeah it's alright I'm guessing it never existed global warming LA movie 90s Steve Bannon Steve Bannon's 2009 movie about the house of poop why might not be a climate because it's just the word climate change has kind of taken over Ooh, that might help here's a list Firestorm Daylight Daylight maybe Daylight I can't tell if it was the major point of the film or not though or if it just happened to be set during that time wait isn't the Daylight <laughs> yeah, the no. tunnel movie no no. <laughs> no 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 oh fire pollution that's got nothing to do with Daylight fire slash pollution yeah I feel like ozone layer would have something to do with it, like that word to describe it in Google. How we long in Scott Glen. I don't know what. A firefighter's trying to save an ornithologist from a forest fire. No, oh my one. God. It wasn't in early 2000s, so I don't think. The world sinks except Japan. Right at your door? I mean, nah, right at uh, your. Have you seen that? No. Great fucking movie. Yeah. The dude that plays Frick. Yeah. Um, from, was it? I mean, I, I got to tell you a new nod, but that mm. doesn't mean anyone listening. What? The Road? 2017? Is that a different The Road? Must be, because The Road film that we're talking about, that wasn't pollution based. It was, um, wasn't there like nuclear war or something? Oh, it's talking about this Oh, road. <laughs> some, some Indian nonsense. Now, um, or is it Russian? I can't tell. Now, the the road is... The world just sort of perishes in a firestorm that's loosely explained. <clears throat> yeah, why, why is it... Cool. Knowing. That's great. That's a great film. The, the best part about that movie is that everyone died yeah literally just the kids got taken away by aliens to repopulate a random looking planet but yeah yeah, yeah those kids are gonna bang died flood sun sunshine's a good movie yeah and had all the New Zealanders on it yeah but I, yeah I just like the idea that it, um cause if you fucked up seasons for one year mm. what would it do to the world yeah uh, uh, theoretically it would screw lots of stuff up i mean who's so to many... say somebody hasn't already created used and caused like used a weather machine and caused some sort of well, that, escalation and uh, that that's a big like i mean there's all those different conspiracies that fill everything but like these the chemtrails that and, pop back yeah. up like the earthquake machine yeah yeah um dear weather machines 
so the whole natural disasters whether they maybe caused yeah whether on purpose or they just tested something and it fucked up oh i read a thing that some the um that 3m yeah accidentally made a force field strong enough that people couldn't penetrate it yeah static electricity around the factory yeah that people couldn't move through it but they could just the only way out was to just like walk backwards out of it they couldn't even turn around yeah what what like when how why isn't that being used anywhere else somehow yeah i mean that the 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 science was there to explain the phenomenon Yeah, yeah 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 if the science is there then why wouldn't you put that around like yeah maybe you can't develop it to put around a building with people inside because it'll push the people out and they couldn't move yeah but could you have it projecting from a source that doesn't affect everything inside the source yeah or could you um put it around a building or something that needs to be protected from natural events indefinitely yeah that doesn't need to have people inside of it until it needs to have people inside of it and then you turn it off yeah like that with those weird um those vaults that they've got all those different seeds in and different in the arctic or norway or whatever it is to, to repopulate i heard some cultural thing about that place having to like it got flooded recently is that what it was yeah. they had to like ditch a whole bunch of stuff mm. nothing that wasn't already still available but uh. it proved that there's a risk that the entire thing may just not work oh, okay so they're like okay we kind of need to build it a little bit better if, if a standard flood could get it yeah mm. looking at this list again blade runner 2049 so i didn't realize the original blade runner part of the reason they've built the replicants is to um be the the pre-part for a colonization effort yeah yeah because earth is fucked yeah to build the off-world colonies and yeah then so with a short lifespan where they just die by the time they finish building it why is earth still fully populated in 2049 oh because the replicants got banned after the events of the first film so they you but the they didn't get to the the implication was that the earth was screwed and we needed to leave it as soon as possible or whether or not um the earth wasn't screwed but no it was in in 2049 it was um but that's the nature of um a standard neo-capitalist society right as soon as they found a solution doesn't matter if it's the best one yeah they'll just like cool business as usual status quo move on jared leto discovered a way to um feed people that was the main issue right he had the monopoly on Mm. um artificial synthetic food and stuff yeah i don't know i i was of the understanding the bulk of humanity just wouldn't move because they couldn't because they're getting what they need but there would be off-world colonies at that point yeah i I thought it was like a pollution to the point where everyone's genetics were being fucked up yeah i don't know it's 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 not fundamentally integral to the plot so i'm not sure it matters Mm. sometimes i think world building tends to miss the point of what um what story story should be about yeah what you should be focusing on um and whether or not the replicants were sent off world to fight alien threats off different planets and and then colonize it or if they were just there to like mine resources or if they were there to just build colonies or it seemed to it implied that they were doing all three so they 
they do have aliens. No, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's meant to technically exist in the same. It's the Wayland Utani universe. Yeah, but that type of shit it's is iffy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like even if Ridley Scott says yes, it's still kind of a yeah, but nah, because mm. they're not. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking just alien, mm. yes, those are feasibly canon. Like the just because it's um, sufficiently and dry. As soon as you put Prometheus into it, you're like, yeah, nah, I'm the what the after the events of uh, the first Blade Runner film, the Earth is still fine, and they discover things, and then they go to. Like this Prometheus takes place the start of Prometheus when they discover the the maps and the caves. Yeah. Takes place after the events of the first where when Blade Runner is meant to be set. Yeah. Right. So uh, they can't possibly be in the same universe. Because the world was fine then. True. Yeah. Yeah, they'd so, never There's no mega cities or anything strange strange like that. That was literally just Earth. It's like interstellar kind of the near future mm. where things were going to the shit but people were still fine do you think interstellar would be ever expunged upon isn't what developed further yeah I mean um, he doesn't really do sequels but I don't think um, you'd be servicing the, mo- the emotional weight of that film by doing more of them it was a story that wrapped itself didn't wrap itself up but it left many things open but because the the plot was so heavily driven by people I yeah. don't I don't think they could justifiably carry that on yeah fair point I mean I'd be happy to I'd be happy to learn more about that world but I don't know whether or not it would work because of that yeah i mean where to from there it's just like it's it's space odyssey itself but like it peaked like it went through the entire thing and then it yeah and it, it, done. it's um it was it was an exploration of actual wonders of actual theoretical science yeah, so yeah. if you don't have newer more scary theoretical science then there's no point yeah what and drives the film what's the purpose of yeah. it Who, who's doing it is it just the same thing over again where people experience and then I mean I could potentially see it working if it purely did what in, uh, what uh, Insidious Part 2 did which is fully fully, di- fully um, slot into parts of Insidious and, re- and re-canonize them to the point where it's you shows see, you the I events of that. the events of the first film were actually caused by the events of the second film because yeah. time is irrelevant in the nowhere land, um, and that yeah I hate that too. But at the point with those films is it was designed that way. It was yeah. clearly designed that way. Well, from the get go, from the get go, yeah, you could yeah, really? yeah, it seemed like it was. I I mean, uh, you could argue yeah, a good storyteller would have that prearranged, but yeah. to me, I just wondered whether he had enough um, loose threads that were never fully yeah. that it became easy to just put back together but I don't know the, um, when you see two-parters like that you always think that could have been a TV show just a, like a one-off miniseries or something and they would have done the entire course of events yeah, and true. then people would have appreciated it a bit more or it would have worked because it doesn't just seem like a cash grab we've yeah, also got also, to tie up loose ends yeah mm. um well, I, I watched again for like the 
probably only second time ever. Um, fuck, I just lost the name in my head. That horrific um, sci-fi movie starring Sam Neill, spaceship that like had a warp engine in it that um, opens a portal to another dimension and releases like pure evil from some sort of hellscape place. Sunshine? No, no. Um, <laughs> um, um, uh, Jurassic Park. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Evil. Um, what have we got here, boys? It is... God, he's in a lot of films. Yeah. Um... I want to go to Montana. Post Jurassic Park, right? Surely. Event Horizon. Oh yes. Great, Dr. terrible film. Yeah. Well, it's Paul W. S. Anderson. So. All he does is great, terrible film. Yeah. I mean, how did you get Mila Jovovich? You son of a bitch. Now the the real question is if you're gonna create oh, I he did movies, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, Mortal Kombat. If you're gonna um, create movies and cast your wife in them, would you rather be him or the underworld, underworld guy with Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. Did Ooh. she leave him? I think they did break up. Yeah. I heard something along the lines of he frequently wanted to have weird Hollywood sex parties and she mm. didn't really want to um, mm. but was I saying equilibrium event horizon <laughs> gun carter yeah you mocking somebody for hating on that film I was, I was, I was um, sarcastically suggesting the importance of gun carter <laughs> on western civilization <laughs> equilibrium it, it has all the, uh, the token hallmarks of a solid sci-fi film. Mm. Are we talking Event Horizon or Equilibrium? Event Horizon. Okay, I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it up properly. Um, yeah, shitty. It's got Larry uh, Fishburne in it. Human spaceship, new technology, tested once, lost, mm. randomly found by a crew, um, and is it's it's one of those things that does so many things so many good ideas wrong yeah that so many things are loosely ripped off of it and are great yeah 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 like dead space is directly based uh directly like influenced by the horizon can you who's the writer can you click on philip philip eisner let's see what else has he done shit He's a five star. Wow, he's done nothing. He's done nothing. Shit. He wrote the second Firestarty TV miniseries. Firestarty. and Mutant Chronicles. Which was crap. Which was 11 years after Event Horizon was done. He must have been in a different industry over that time. He must have just sold the script, eh? But he's the only writer that's so unlike heard of for a film. 97. Philip Eisner. He's an actor as well. Not only he was in one, he's got one acting credit uh, in 2012. I'm going to Wikipedia him so I can try and... Like, it just seems odd to see a, a sci-fi film like that only go through one writer. 
best known for because that's basically all he's done writes to the comic book bad guys which is coordinated Necromutants. Kevin Spacey oh he teaches screenwriting courses at UCLA oh okay but but yeah, I mean yeah it's like yes your average great screenwriter will still never get anything made mm. but he got that made oh yeah fair enough I mean he sold it right yeah it's um yeah I mean Event Horizon is there like an unpopular culture type of thing see also go up critical yeah. reception Critics praised its visuals, the cast, Anderson's direction playing homage into Unleashes alien. some of the most unsettling horror imagery in years. Despite its shortcomings, this is never dull. Yeah. Mm. The film never fulfills its promise. Oh, that the film never fulfills its promises down to its over-reliance on horror vagaries and precise built-in sci-fi milieu. Ultimately leaving too many unanswered questions. A sharper script would have fixed it. That's rough. Oi, Dios mío. What's it? What was the... Things inspired by Event Horizon. There's a bad moon on the horizon. Don't go out tonight. It's bound to take life. There's a bad moon on the horizon. Yep. Yeah, mostly dead space, it seems. Yeah. I mean, um so do you remember what the engine thing looked like, the like warp drivey thing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The they like the the idea that they've clearly built some sort of it looks spiritual. Yeah, yeah. But they never like the writing could like if you if you pulled a schematic and put it together and you ended up with that thing that sits in the middle of that room an alien that they always called the navigator yeah yeah like you would directly address the fact that it looks like some bizarre ancient man sitting in a chair that seems to have a purpose that you don't understand Mm. also the fact that it's massive and clearly hints at a race that you don't understand yeah yeah event horizon has this thing that looks like some sort of Indian Incan bloody sphere gateway ball magical thing from the thing from contacts that they dropped the ball through yeah 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 and Matthew McConaughey yeah Mm. and and they're just like yeah now this is something we designed in a lab earth people we didn't you know nobody really necessarily thought this is how we should make this look there's no reference to anyone having you know like, and I feel like that's a Paul W.S. Anderson thing you look at all the stuff in Resident Evil and you're like yeah none of that seems like it was uh, like the, designed by scientists the, um, <laughs> all the all the Umbrella Corporation um, buildings that are also just simultaneously booby trapped all to hell and seem like video game level yeah 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 it's it's actually that's a pretty good connection like the you're on a video game when there's like a, a hallway that goes to a dead end and it's still got like weird railings and stuff mm, on yeah. it and, but it's you can tell that the the uh, level designer has like cobbled together a bunch of prefab parts and made just a place to store some items so that you might go there and pick them up yeah 
but doesn't change the fact that if this is the real world then that's like a corridor that goes nowhere yeah yeah I mean, like some games even see those bloody like A to B gantry like walkways that you can climb up on to sort of hide in from above people but either end of the gantryway thing has no door on it yeah yeah so who who put this here and for what reason what does it do yeah for sneaking it's for sneaking the the ship had a bizarre and event horizon had like a bizarre like it it looked like a bad guy or a vaguely non-earth ship Mm. but there's no like you, you gotta think that shit through and you gotta explain it visually or or narratively yeah in some way that like is it me like yeah they could there's so many different ways they could have gone with that it could have been uh, this is this a ship from the future is this a ship from like yeah just different things we like but if anything the ship because it had been lost for so long they should have made an effort to make the ship look like the ship that comes before the type of ships they have now yeah yeah they didn't even do that it just looks like some sort of 90s um rusted metal type of like like something you'd expect from a a bad guy ship on a show like stargate yeah this is just some hallways we cobbled together out of some everything's coppered together yeah yeah. but you can you can leave contrary to what that review thing said you can leave shit unanswered for sure but but it has to feel earned sunshine doesn't explain everything no you know Sun, sunshine is literally about a giant deus ex machina cube yeah. saving the earth yeah at least they kind of hint that it's like a nuclear bomb and that would help but reignite the sun that that doesn't make this uh, <laughs> I mean, the sun, the sun, the sun is sun a fusion worked. reaction. Yeah. It is a, it is a literally so much, um, so much raw fuel mm. simultaneously exploding, but still that much fuel that it can just be a massive explosion for literally billions, billions of years. years. Yeah, but you you cannot. But yeah, it was it was intentionally a Deus Ex Machina thing because the like most Danny Boyle movies the third act kind of turns into like a um, spiritual music video yeah yeah there's lots of sprinting and um, yeah, Dutch tilts people and... yelling and um, certain characters are permanently out of focus the camera just shakes when it looks at them like they yeah. transcended or something which apparently is not the actual ending original or original cut ending for 28 Days Later apparently they reshot the entire later part of the movie oh the f- 28 days later yes days oh. what was it mean to do? I have no idea let us look original ending where was it now and was it good I didn't ask you what it was deemed too sad do they all die oh Wait, is that just the other alternate ending where they... Is it the chicken? <laughs> yeah, it's the chicken. <laughs> so what is it? This is post-military house. There's Mela. Mm. Um, he's doing his like... Ice cracks is the rage virus. Which is what? Just like some random evolved strain of Ebola. Yeah, he bleeds out and dies. Was it a rabies thing? Or was, it, was it Ebola? It's, it's, 
I could be wrong. I think it was Rabies Ebola. Hmm. Yeah, they lose him, and then it's the pair of them living at that house, and then the plane eventually flies over. Yeah. The um, that had one of the legit great things though. The um, Killian Murphy just looks up, and a drip comes off a balcony, mm. and just drips into his eye, and he's like, "Oh well, I'm fucked." Uh, that happens to the father, doesn't it? Ah, oh, sorry. Did I say Killian Murphy? I yeah. mean, Kieran. What's his name? No. Um, it's a big old guy. Yeah, yeah. It's what's a, his name? It's not Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. It is Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, he looks up and um. Yeah, and just just a, a a drip of blood comes off a dead thing. I think sitting on a roof or something. A crow just, drips like holding in. Is that that? Yeah, you're holding right. something in its yeah. mouth and a bit of the flesh just yeah the bit of the blood Boink. drips and hits his eye and it's like. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, leave me now. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you don't, you wouldn't die in real life from a zombie biting a hole in you necessarily. Because if you're not a retard, all you do is just bandage the shit out of your forearms with whatever you can find. So you have like evasion tools where you can just shove anything that gets close to you, and you don't have to worry about it getting in your mouth. Yeah, you, um, I mean, you getting in its mouth, you get killed when you like swing an axe at something and it just goes splat all over you yeah. and goes you know, in like your a mouth little and your eyes and, yeah. Yeah. how every episode of the walking dead became like them freaking out being very careful and then it just slowly became the like you know a bite or a scratch they're fucked but you know yeah. they can drink <laughs> basically drink the blood and there's no issue yeah like you if you could justify it with like the virus has a really short incubation time and requires a blood-to-blood transfer maybe you mm. could justify that logic but but all it takes is surely somebody in the zombie apocalypse is going to have open sores in their mouth because they don't brush their teeth and they don't yeah. eat properly and they don't have um so they, standard uh, vitamins going through their bodies so that they have scurvy and yeah, that have sores everywhere and shit like they randomly killed coral didn't they they uh he, he they revealed that he got bit bitty bit but he didn't die but he's going to die so they're like yeah. they spoiled it by saying he's definitely going to die but he isn't dead yet oh. so they're writing him out of the show yeah which I, know, I get the show's going at its own direction but the whole point of the original was that unless the entire thing is a big prank and it's um, this is where they find out that Coral is the cure well. cure or it's in the comic books there's those skinwalker dudes who wear the faces of zombies and um, behave like them and what? In the, in the, yeah, there's a point where they come across a, a group of people who wear the wear the faces of the zombies. Yeah. To blend in with them, initially, and but they actually do behave like them as well. So maybe he got bit by one of those, but that's very unlikely. It's more likely they'll just write them out of the show because. So people just live as zombies, but aren't zombies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the, that's their camo. That's their active camo. It's not just putting blood on their face like they can actually do. It's actually wearing them. And so, do they thing. stop it once they're safe? I don't. I know. I don't think they do. That they've gone weirdly crazy. That this is the way of the world. So they should be behaving like them as well. It's something stupid in the comics, anyway. But uh, yeah, that that. That's foolish. Yeah. I don't like... I mean, I don't like The Walking Dead. Mm. That, I, that, I, I've right. never read it, but I don't even think I like the comic. No, it's... Uh, it's it's all... Yeah, the, the standard American fear of... 
Nah, nah, there's... Nah, not cooperation. Nah. Mm, nah mm, people don't do that. Drama. People will talk against it. Yeah. Real Americans don't cooperate. I mean, maybe that's accurate. I don't mm. know. I mean, it's at the point now where it's believable that there are factions of people working against each other because that's how tribes worked and kingdoms and all sorts back in the day. Yeah, but, but that's fine. But the but first two seasons not. of them just causing drama within their, own, within their own parties was just so fucking annoying. Yeah. Like... I don't care if you've yeah it, it shouldn't have been about that infighting and crap but yeah yeah what well, to me like I never it's like cool if you if you was... don't want to work with us cool go go off on your own okay cool we'll go off on our own because we don't obviously have the same mentality about how to survive okay cool yeah and so much of that was called like good writing mm. and good good character interaction and shit mm. and I always just thought. No, it's uh, a survival situation. If you were somebody in your party that you know that you didn't get along with, you wouldn't go with them. Yeah, it's right. it's the same as the whole idea of if you had a cell phone, this movie plot wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. Like if your plot doesn't stand up to people not just fighting each other for no reason or mm. withholding information for no reason, then it probably stands to reason your plot's stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, not everything has to be realistic, but at least justify why characters keep shut shit shut and not like yeah if it's built upon an I idea that i can't trust them. i used to be on the run with, like, with walking dead it doesn't but, work because you can't say i don't trust them because they might be a zombie <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> holy shit like i don't believe the people that are like i don't know these people well enough to do this but yeah this is about survivalism why don't you just yeah, be very yeah, upfront well, and focus on up front we need to do this you disagree okay we'll put it to a vote cool done move on if you don't yeah. like it leave yeah simple as that yeah and, and inevitably like or die you like, probably have the whole stronger personalities take more control and weaker personalities sit back a bit more mm. and call but, those main characters yeah and yeah. You, you probably inevitably end up with a society yeah which I think is why those shows have to have random conflict. Yeah, yeah. Because if you didn't have random conflict that didn't make sense, people would rebuild too easily. You'd have a place like the... Um, Although I suppose the, they, they do the it in a roundabout that, way that they do point out that, you know, um, as, as great as these main characters are, at, you know, surviving yep. for the most part, even though 90% of them die season to season, <laughs> um, is that when they come across another group of people they it shows them what it's like when people just shut up and try to rebuild no matter how shitty the rules might be at the yep. beginning that compared to them yes they might be amazing killers and survivors because they've been doing them more and better than everyone else because they have refused to work with anyone up until that point yeah but all the main characters of the walking dead every time they come across a civilization they destroy it. yeah exactly that well, why they're not the good guys yeah that's because the yeah, and they keep pushing that moral high ground that they're the only yeah. ones who refuse to uh, enslave parts of the population or and just they, they straight up murder when that. they don't get their right. But they they're at that point now where they are straight up murdering the people that refuse to fall in line, and they use it. It's good in the latest season because I find that they're actually focusing on them losing their humanity in the process. They're actually drawing that line and saying, "No, you know what? We're going to start playing this game because otherwise we're all dead. We've got to start just killing." Um, without asking questions 
without trying to reason with them because we've tried reasoning with them and we've lost half our people as a result yep. and you watch there's an entire episode where it's themed three different groups of them trying to attack Negan's people from different factions and then the entire episode is, is a war zone like from start to finish and it's just them clearly not handling the fact that it's an active like they're going out of their way to just kill people ah. without um, their usual attempt at trying to um, talk people over or negotiate or compromise but I mean but there's moments like that and then there are episodes which is what the fuck is even have, have their attempts at civilization always failed as a direct result of another group trying to take what they have or have they always failed in, in just in spite of themselves like, so they always it varies their own it, it varies um, the first the one the prisoner was people trying to take what they had which was yeah, the prison yeah um, the one everything after that up until Negan was just them trying to find a new place to live yep and every time they tried to settle down they clashed with the leadership and until things fell apart yeah sometimes their fault sometimes not the latest one is that um, uh, Negan's already got an established colony says if you don't fall in line with this established colony and give us 20% or 30% of what you make wherever you choose to um, you know set yourself up is it resources or actual money everything resources yeah actual resources and weapons whatever they find yep it's what they scavenge they have to give a cut and if you don't like that you die simple as that so why would you say no to that they didn't to begin with they said yes okay but but because um they had been killing negan's people not knowing they were negan's people they were just killing to survive because these people were trying to kill them yep until Negan found them and made a point of saying, well, you killed my people. I'm going to kill two of your main characters in front of you, like with a baseball bat. Yep. To force them to submit. But that also forced them to go, nah, fuck this guy. We're going to kill him. And it's the driving conflict. And Rick's making the point of uniting all the other people who have been oppressed, all the different cities, towns, that are being oppressed by Negan currently. And that's what the war is, basically. So he is actually, to some extent, building a colony yeah yeah okay yeah or a, 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 an army to fight a war that potentially will not basically take down get a lot of uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah because yeah. it uh, uh, what percentage of the time anymore do zombies even matter um they're used as a as a resource to control where people might they, they're used as a um as a as a weapon as a trap as as reasons to force people to do something a certain way like yep. leading a herd to do this or, or busting down a wall or a, or a fence and then sending them in sending them in that kind of thing because um, they only become a problem when people who are stupid enough to go off on their own yep. um, get overwhelmed because there are quite a few characters who aren't equipped to actually survive properly still yeah, and are the ones that do make stupid mistakes and get themselves surrounded or killed or get other people killed or yeah yeah like that's how Carl got bit bit he uh he did a coral a coral they were at him and him and rick were at a gas station just collecting supplies and stuff and a guy came up and you know just randomly out of nowhere tried to get some help and assistance and carl was like yeah we should help this guy and was going to help him and rick just fired his gun off and scared him away um carl later ends up finding him again in the forest saves him from a bunch of walkers and that's where he ends up getting bit and then a couple of episodes later you you see that 
he's been hiding this guy down in the sewers underneath the town that they're built in right and um but only like you know this at this point and then by the end of the episode rick realizes that his son's dying because he finds him just slumped over in the in the back end of the um sewers after negan's taken them all forced them all underground yep like ravaged their town so they've just gone into hiding and he walks to the end and sees the guy that he scared off originally and then looks to his right and sees carl just slumped over like dying basically and that's how the episode ends no okay yeah. is, is it they caused his own demise by helping somebody he shouldn't have when rick technically was wrong and saying don't help this guy we've got better things to do yeah but but at the same time the, the action not helping him at that time led him to help him at a different time which led him to get her yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah it's still pushing that do the right thing message but the characters aren't doing the right thing yeah exactly um, and I mean in the comics they kill Rick's baby the kid Judith is it still alive? and this it is ah and it's confirmed it's not his kid it's um Shane Shane yeah it's his head back of head scratch yeah worried look back of head scratch <laughs> worried look back of head scratch yeah it, yeah it's uh I still watch it just to see but that's as far as I can tell that's all anyone watches it for see where it goes as, as the yeah. the um was it the honest trailers thing said it's mm-hmm. the the greatest hate watch in the history <laughs> yeah you just keep going well, I, I don't tend to watch and get frustrated like people tend to because the internet likes doing that I'm just like I don't have the energy to get oh getting frustrated requires you to invest a lot yeah, exactly and it's just so. why is a TV show yeah. if it sucks it sucks cool whatever there's probably shitty episodes of Game of Thrones out there too that are just like oh why did that character even bother doing that but yeah the uh, the majority of the show is you know better so people tend to forget those ones Every every show has got average episodes, or average character development, or average character decisions. It was, uh, it's not. I Fear the Walking Dead is brilliant though. I liked that better. Yeah, so did I. Because they could just get straight to the the. They've got no source material that they think they have to rely on. They've got no. Because yeah. um, is is Kirkman still write the TV show or directed it? Yes, I think he's took yeah. more and more control of the show until then. Eventually, he did get kicked off it. Yeah, there was a no. It wasn't. No, no. He's still attached to it. He's just, thing yeah, yeah. He's a, he's still attached to it. Still writing it. Still got more control over it. He's just suing AMC currently for profits, but he still does actually control the show. Oh, okay. um, That's creative. Oh, it's pretty standard for AMC. Apparently, they're ruthlessly um, cheap when it comes to paying people their fair share. Notoriously bad for it. That's disappointing, yeah. but not unsurprising. Well, that, especially in the first few seasons of The Walking Dead when Darren Bolt was around. They, uh, yeah, um, that was... They would not pay for air conditioning in the middle of Georgia in the middle of summer while their crew were, were working like six months of the year there to film the show and they weren't getting taken care of properly, basically. Being quite uh, poorly paid in the second season considering how much money the first season made that sort of thing well it's I mean they've got to be feeling it now that because AMC in the um, Mad Men mm. was the other one Breaking Bad Mad, Breaking Bad's AMC yeah yeah Mad Men Mad Men Breaking oh yeah, yeah it was yeah 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 
Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and um, Walking Dead. During that era, they mm. basically had all of the best good of television. TV. Yeah, exactly. And then they kind of lost ground to Game of Thrones, I think. Yeah. And Mad Men finished after a long ass time, and yeah. now it's all Netflix and shit. Fear, Fear the Walking Dead is brilliant because the 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 stories that they focus on is an overarching like okay for the next six episodes we need to get water no okay let's go get that water that we can't get that water because of this or you know or like this ranch is being um uh is we've walked halfway into like into into the middle of an existing war between a um redneck racist um uh, doomsdayer yeah who set up this ranch full of you know folk that he controls and the um native american um tribes that were forced off that land to begin with 50 years ago taking it back now fighting for it back and like which side should they end up on and that sort of thing it's like and at the end of the day the main characters are literally just out for themselves they are just kind of making sure that they don't lose their core people yeah because they know that you know Who's still alive from um, sort of what was going on previously? So I was. Um, so Cliff Curtis is dead, yeah, right? Yeah, he died. There was the Only mom. Of, yeah, mum's still alive. Kids are still alive. Black guy's still alive, and uh, Mexican guy's still alive. His daughter's still alive too. Pretty much everyone's right. still alive from the main oh, core okay. of the cast, except Cliff Curtis and the mother of um, the mix, the Mexican dude's wife. Yeah, but she was dying quite early on. Yeah, 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 early on. Um, what? characters that they've met up with why did, that, you did know, Cliff Curtis die for any particular reason so this ranch that they're at war with yeah. um, they were flying back to the ranch like these army guys picked them up in the helicopter and said you know come with us back to this ranch we've got safe haven yeah. when they're flying back in the dead of night um, the Native American guys ambushed their helicopter and um, sniped um, sniped at them from from where they were and that hit Cliff Curtis in the guts and just his guts spilled open and he just jumped out of the he 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 knew he was dying so he just dropped out of the um helicopter to his death oh huh. yeah was it because he knew he'd turn because his guts were literally spilling out of him like there was, it was at that point it was like yeah he's not going to like shot next episode he might kind of survive it's like no they clearly his, his guts were spilling out and he just like f- pushed himself out the um, helicopter shit at a significant drops and you know he wouldn't survive yeah. and, and that's the last you see of him you don't actually see his body or him walking around as a zombie or anything he's just gone oh. which is brutal and really realistic to yeah. watch I was like yeah that's probably how it would go they didn't recover the body at all um, um, so it was the core family for a while yeah so yeah that, that was a cool death scene um, mm. and yeah like you were saying while we were paused the there aren't the characters aren't tropified and, and made into you know like coral had his um eye patch and mm. shit shane had the craziness and the but was it shy shona shimmer the samurai swords michonne michonne mm. has a yeah samurai sword nonsense best walking dead story i've ever seen was the bloody video game yeah the telltale yeah yeah even that suffered from the same I don't tell people I mean, shit about myself don't get me wrong like as a in terms of its story and its walking dead yeah that's why people tend to hate love and love or hate it but if you pluck out 
individual episodes and you watch them you're like holy fuck this is phenomenal like the directing of some of those episodes is really really good yeah and that's what i tend to watch it for is how it's um like there's a scene where um one of the episodes which is basically their town gets the town that they've set themselves up it finally gets the walls knocked down and and walkers walk and getting in when 90 percent of their core group and all the fighters and everything are not there no okay um until the very last minute um and like it's just filmed in such a way that the, the zombies are spilling in and um one of them ignites a, um manages to ignite a um a fuel truck in the middle of a lake in the town just to make sh- draw zombies towards it and you've just got this, these amazing shots of literally silhouetted fire in the middle of night with all these zombies it's very um uh, dawn of the dead or like original uh, yeah. night of the living dead yeah that um yeah, style it's a math to it yeah and then there's a solid like 20 30 seconds of just um front-on shots of main characters just from up here just like with bulging eyes just taking swings at zombies that are the camera and it just does no, okay. a huge montage of them just trying to clear house and that's that's how it's shown of them getting rid of all the zombies it's just them all brutally just Slamming. just like uh this is what your humanity is yeah now, yeah, yeah. it's a really well done episode but little things like that make me still enjoy parts of it but yep. otherwise it's i can understand watching it for production quality yeah yeah uh, sometimes they're horrible yeah there's sometimes there's a shot of them walking out the front of a house and uh, it's clearly a um a paper wall oh really um like where the door is like the image of inside the house is clearly just a paper painting of a wily e. coyote room oh, that's unfortunate. little things like that yep. but then they do like one of the characters has got a tiger because he was a zookeeper and it's from the comics but and the cg for that looks phenomenal but then sometimes you're like oh he's, oh, the, he's like white red haired guy that thinks he's a prophet yeah yeah, yeah or just yeah, and plays king. the king because he's a theater actor and so he just plays it up to get people united around him so he puts the booming thespian yeah, voice see, on that's that's dead rising levels yeah. of plot yeah like with yeah. the and that's just this is the the clown that went crazy and here's the butcher that went yeah. crazy yeah. and here's the but they fully acknowledge that he is insane or like, like what he's doing is clearly stupid but people just buy into it because they needed to buy into it uh, yeah. but not well enough in my opinion it was yeah 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 well it's but like, like they'll do scenes where, where the cg is phenomenal yeah like the tiger and then there's scenes where they've clearly, you know, like they're using a real footage of a or using a sign, like using a, a, a makeshift weapon out of a stop sign to chop somebody's head off, as you do. But it's clear the point where the stop sign cleaves through the head, it stops actually really being connected to the thing they're swinging. Uh, you know, when it's like you're, so it you're putting a weird, loop, weird kind of like rugby physics type yeah. situation. Yeah, or just like l- much lower. Um, looks like standard definition on top of an hd yeah and the frame rate's not quite matching up between the footage yeah and the, because it's uh, all filmed live in in outside in real lighting uh, with actual green screens and, and in the middle of the georgia heat and everything so it doesn't quite always work but yeah yeah sort of figures i guess but and uh yeah so this has been our christmas episode <laughs> <laughs> It's been, uh, it's been. Uh, dead Christmas walking, mm. walking, walking. It's 
why is it that comic books will accept that type of logic I like oh he's just the guy with the tiger because he he worked at a zoo yeah and he befriended that tiger yeah see a comic book reader i assume just goes oh yeah totally mm. yeah sure why not yeah, yeah cool that makes sense mm. and 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 characters based on tropes or characters based on here's a character premise this is me mr character premise not not like it's because the initial translation of a comic book to something that you'd watch moving with voices and everything is not yeah it's a pay- visual no, medium, no, but, it, yeah, but, it's not, but it's not um comic to live action that's not the suspension of disbelief is lost with a lot of the stuff you can't do grounded shows based on comic books 90 percent of the time because it's, you can do you just gotta trim the nonsense yeah out of yeah it, but well that's when it doesn't really become the comic it becomes an adaptation if that. it was a cartoon then you could do all of that stuff and people would just buy into it because it's just as long as the art style is good and interesting yeah um like you you know you watch bebop with a a comically large gun being pulled out on somebody it just seems because that's just the art style of something that's you're watching yeah but now when you make that live action do you give him a a handgun that's a foot long (laughs) i wouldn't no no like yeah you you at best Guillermo del Toro would <laughs> yeah he probably would but I would use camera angles that elongate his arm yeah, exactly. and make the gun look Stylize huge but that it. is not the same as just no. saying here fuck it have an unrealistic gun yeah yeah. stylize it like that's why Preacher works quite well because they do stylize it to make it seem like the panels of the comic book but they're not removing you from reality by doing so they're just making it really odd that this thing is happening right now yeah and they focus on that I've heard some pretty sharp criticism of i was listening to a podcast i was talking about the best um graphic novels and they sort of said mm. that preaches great ideas but a lot of it's shit in terms of the comic book yeah yeah i think the tv show does it much better because it um, i mean once they sort of said that the long-term goal of the main character is to use the power against god for being a shitty god yeah yeah that that that's a cool idea it's a big idea too yeah but then there's it's not one yeah, that just they were like straight here's away. the yeah. bad guy that fucks a doll he's made out of meat yeah yeah and here's the bad guy and that... that's what the comic book plays off and that that's pretty much covered up in one or two episodes as a minor antagonist of the first season yeah of just the guy who happens to be controlling the town but he's not necessarily the big bad and a lot of the big bads that they focus on aren't um it's been very like it's very fifth element they spend very little time engaging with the main character yeah you just see what they're doing in their own world which is what it should be and you just know at some point they're going to cross paths with the preacher but you don't know when or how or what's going to actually happen if they're going to actively find him if he's going to come across them in his search for who he's looking for it's not a big like this person's made an enemy of me i've got to go blah 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 yep Actually, a good, it's in a good way of doing it that you're watching all this these character developments and interactions and you get to know these characters but not because they're coming face to face with yeah well that's quite realistic character. like yeah. why would like if, if you're somebody that got screwed over by a corporation yeah. in real life you don't meet the ceo no <laughs> like, I mean, you know, the, the guy who fucks, fucks the meat puppet thing is um, it jackie or harley's yeah. character yeah so the main reason that they'd be enemies is because he basically wants to buy up the entire town. Yeah, the the whole he wants the church, but isn't yeah. that 
that's more TV show plot than comic plot, right? Yeah, and and most of the the show doesn't really focus on you know like him showing up on the doorstep saying I'm going to offer you X number of dollars. No, you've just made an enemy and that kind of back and forth. It's literally um, gets to the point where he's doing all of his own shit and then he um, comes into conflict with the preacher and then the next thing you know he shows up on his doorstep surrounding the entire church with a cavalcade of just armed people just like (laughs) blowing the church to smithereens just to try to kill the preacher but because the preacher used to be a a trained is a con man military oh god knows what he's been a bit of everything that he actually starts taking more of them out than then is that is the plot device of i want to save my dad's church is that just the way sh- the show's way to ground it in that one setting so that it's not an expensive show that roams no it does roam first season they blow up the entire fucking town like the first season is like six episodes long yeah okay i got i would have got it, to maybe four before yeah, I, it, but what I it establishes to... is that it is a road movie show like it, it just it is yeah for sure Oh, okay. It stops being based in that town after the first season. It's this first season is just for you to get to know the characters and set everything oh, okay. up, and put the driving force behind why he needs to go off into the world and it's to find God. Yep. Because um, it got light bulbs and that's got preacher yeah, on. They it. didn't focus. I haven't watched it. All they barely even focused on making him like, oh, it's my daddy's church. I need to run it. It's literally, um, oh, it's my daddy's church, and I've that's seen. the reason I'm here. Oh, okay. No, I need to be here to run my church. Oh, I'm trying to change my ways. Yes, there's part of that. Yeah, but he does but get to the point where he like decides to start preaching and he decides to... Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of that. that not sell out and leave town. And it's basically not so much him trying to find God and, and, and live a new life. It's basically just him trying to get away from his old life. Right. And yeah, because like he, he has he an obligation to... to not live up to his father's expectations, but to just lay low. Yeah, the best way to lay low is to play the part. So if I start preaching and start trying to live this life, maybe I will become a good person. But I'm not actually trying to. If I would, I wouldn't. Like he wouldn't drink, he wouldn't yeah. sleep around, he wouldn't curse, he wouldn't. Still, basically, just be himself. Yeah, but he is, and so uh, you don't get annoyed by the fact that he's constantly trying to make good, and p- people keep bra- bra- dragging him back into the room, like his old life. Not like that at all. No, okay. Mm. And there's none of that people calling him out on. Oh, there is a little bit of people trying to basically calling him out on that. Yeah. Without it being a main point of the show. You get past those six, first season, yeah, they literally just jump in a car and drive off. Oh, right. Looking for God. And that's the, that's the premise of the actual show itself. It's almost like they created the six episodes to pitch to AMC to make yep. the rest of the show, and it worked. Does he, um, how does the comic end? Uh, I don't remember. So does he, does he ever find God? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I guarantee he does, but I don't remember. Like he fights angels and all sorts, but I can't remember. Last preacher story on. the Alamo Josh's greatest quest comes to an end he enlists the saint of killers to murder God realizing it's the only way to free the world from his oppressive and selfish machinations in order to set God up for the saint Jesse must release Genesis and the only way to do this is to die himself 
To achieve this, Jesse arranges a final showdown between himself and Cassidy at the Alamo. Beforehand, he tips off Star, who is all who has decided to kill Jesse out of revenge for the various mutilations he has suffered trying to recruit him for the Grail. In the end, Star kills Jesse, then is killed by Tulip. Cassidy, having earned Jesse's forgiveness and friendship, mm. commits suicide via the morning sun. However, unknown to any, everyone, Cassidy has struck a deal with God prior to the confrontation wherein he would resurrect Jesse. God does so and returns to heaven where he finds the saint of killers waiting for him, having murdered all of the angels who got in his way. After a short send-off, the saint guns God down and in his tyranny. He then goes to sleep on God's throne while Tulip and Jesse ride off into the sunset. It is revealed to the reader that God resurrected Cassidy as well. And the final page of the series shows Cassidy throwing his sunglasses and vowing to act like a man. Mm-hmm. So, um, Star, her star is uh, a guy who runs uh, basically a cult that uh, worships the idea that uh, it's basically like the 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 church. They something to do with Jesus yeah. and the second coming, and so he's trying to recruit. Jesse Custer because he's got obviously the voice of God and what he can do is basically reshape the world as he sees fit yeah so he wants to recruit him essentially yeah um, Saint of Killers is literally the god of death um, yeah. Grim Reaper I've, I've yeah. seen enough to have seen him and to have seen yeah driven by pure and unadulterated uh, rage and revenge just would kill anything in his way yeah yeah including God because all he wants is to see his family again and die himself but he keeps reliving basically stuck for a hundred odd years repeating the same like 24 hours yeah. in hell yeah so God's just a glowy blonde mm. yellow man that makes sense yeah this has been a Christmas episode God's a dick but loves jazz. God's dick. A very merry, happy, a very happy, happy merry. merry. God is a dick. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum assalam. Bangarang. Good night, never.